classes in session for the black and nerdy. Welcome to the Blurred Alliance University. Let's go. Blurred Alliance University, you already know what it is. You rocking with J-Rock? Make Flash Smith. We've been gone for a minute, man. I mean, it's the start of season four. Season three just ended back in December with the Blurdies. Y'all know we wasn't <laughs> just going to hop on here and talk about nothing because January, there was nothing happening. Sorry for the break. Sorry we took so long, but we just not going to get on here and bullshit y'all. Feel me? That's quality, quality content. You feel me? So we just gonna hop straight into it because now we actually do have a lot of shit to talk about. So what had happened was, you feel me? We're gonna get into some entertainment news. First of all, let's give a shout out to Viola Davis. She's officially an EGOT winner, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. All for her acting, all for her own abilities, no producer credits or tags or or any way around it. So just gonna give her flowers right now, man. That's amazing. That that's that's sick. And I also read that they're out of all the EGOT winners, forty percent are black. And yeah. you know they don't even be giving us awards like that. So for us to almost make up the majority of everyone who's an EGOT winner, I mean it's just black excellence again. because they, they know. They know the vibes. They know I mean, the niggas. <laughs> we the boys. <laughs> So yeah, just wanted to give her flowers, man. Start to show off with that. But let's get into some movie news. So, of course, Hollywood and its obsession with sequels. We have a lot of sequel announcements coming through. First one we're going to talk about, I Am Legend 2. It's in the works. Will Smith is coming back because they're actually using the alternate ending of the first movie. And it's going to be set decades later. Um, And it also has Michael B. Jordan starring in it with Will Smith. What you think about it, bro? I mean, yeah. I mean, I liked I Am Legend. I, I believe I I think that was a good one for Will Smith's mm-hmm. catalog. I liked it. Um, I did like the alternate ending. I remember that both coming out and everyone's like, wait, why the fuck? <laughs> why the fuck do we get the other one? Yeah. So, no, I, I'm with it. Plus, Mike B, you know, Will Smith. I'm sure that's like a cool little combo for them. Um, Obviously, we don't know the story or what's going to happen, but no, I, I think I think it's dope. I ain't gonna watch it. I don't do them zombie things. You know what I'm saying? So, tell me how it is. <laughs> you know, I got you. I'm going to watch it. Because um, I actually really do enjoy I Am Legend. And I did enjoy yeah. the alternate ending more than the theatrical ending. So, I'm glad that they're utilizing it. They can utilize it to make the story make sense. Because yeah. if they just stuck with the original ending and then they brought Will Smith back, it's like, mm, he was holding a bomb at the end. There's no way he survived that. There's just yeah, no died, way. Right? He died, <laughs> yeah, he right? died. Yeah. He died in the original ending, but in the alternate one, he lived. So I'm glad that they're sticking with that. They're making it make sense. And I think also Michael B. Jordan does really well mm-hmm. with other established actors. Yep. Instead of him having to carry the load, I think he works well off of other actors, like how he worked off Chadwick Boseman, how he's going to work off Jonathan Majors and, and things like that. I think his chemistry with other actors is just unparalleled. Even him and Tessa Thompson, you see them on the red carpet, nigga? They oh look God. like they're already married for real. <laughs> like, they chemistry is crazy about that shit, bro. Because I was just like, is no one seeing the vibe? Yeah. Because like, yeah. Mike, Mike, if you listen it, if you hear us, I'm gonna need you to open them all eyes, big dog. Because I swear for God, y'all should be together. The way they look at each other, bro, it's crazy. But even then, even when like the first Black Panther came out, him and Lupita had the same type of chemistry, though. Yeah. They did. They had the same. It's just something about him and like other actors where he's like part of an ensemble or working off other people. 
it's like he really becomes friends with these people and really has that yeah. deep chemistry. So I'm looking forward to him and Will Smith being in a movie together. What if they got Coogler to do that shit, bruh? Don't get my hopes up, nigga. <laughs> like, don't oh get my, my don't yeah. get my hopes up. I might have to watch that. I'll be <laughs> not sleeping for the rest of the year, but I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> don't get my hopes up. That would be fire because you Bruh. know Coogler don't miss. Bruh. We already established. It's well established. He don't miss. You know what I'm saying is we keep giving y'all ideas here. So <laughs> I'm gonna need y'all to start cutting these checks. We need the checks. <laughs> Cut the check because that shit would be fire. <laughs> Because I know they don't got no director or writer attached. No, you know, it's know. it's very early. So if they Coogler did get Coogler right now, Coogler ain't got nothing coming up. So I'm I think he that. is. I think he is still working on that Dora Milaje series that Disney Plus is supposed to put out, though. We can I will wait. say that. We can wait. <laughs> we can wait. That can wait. <laughs> that can wait. This is more important. Damn. Will Smith, Michael B., and Coogler. Bruh. That that bring Will Smith stock up. Just yeah, that would be fire. That would be fire. And he was sticking with Will Smith. Another sequel, Bad Boys Four, is in the works now. We know Bad Boys for Life came out what 2020, 2019? maybe. I mean, either way, it was pretty recent. The third one was pretty recent, and they're kind of sticking with the formula. They got the directors coming back to go ahead and helm the fourth one. I enjoyed the third one a lot. Bad Boys for Life was a very fun movie, and I like the story. I feel like they kind of dove deeper into the drama side of the Bad Boys franchise and, and kind of kept with the family theme. Um, so I'm actually I'm looking forward to this now that Will Smith and Martin Lawrence and they have the directors coming back. I feel like that's a big part of it, too. Um, so what you think about it, bro? Oh, yeah. I mean, to me, it's like. I like Buddy Cop action comedy movies you know what i mean mm-hmm. i feel like that's mm-hmm. what we grew up with you know bad boys rush hour um beverly hills cop uh 48 hours all that type of stuff i feel like we were around that era where we just got to watch all this shit so mm-hmm. no yeah i i loved bad boys for life i don't know if other people did but i swear it was cool i think other people did too i think i even think the rotten tomato score is pretty high too because yeah. you know the first two are actually pretty low yeah because well. they were michael bay films <laughs> and right and then during the time you know what i'm saying and there's there, some yeah. shit there's some shit in there where it's like i don't know how y'all got away with this <laughs> no for real <laughs> but, oh, for real. <laughs> so i think if i'm not mistaken i think I the third so. one had the highest rotten tomato score so i think people was really rocking with it how you rank them <sighs> Ooh, um, honestly, I'm not even gonna cap to you. This might be a hot take. I think the third one is the best one. I think I do, but I enjoy. I have that shit on 4K HD, hard copy, (laughs) hard copy, nigga. Soon as it dropped, I was walking through Target. I was like, I'm gonna buy it. (laughs) Yes. So I think the third one is the best. I think the third one for me. All right, just talking about enjoyment. Third one. Then the first one, then the second one. What you think? No, I'll probably say one, three, two. Just because I feel like one, I watched that one like the most. Just because it's the original. But yeah, definitely one, three, two. I like two's action. As a movie, as in, it's, you know, yeah. It's no. the weakest one, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the weakest one. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we can, like, without, we can yeah. agree on that. The second one, like, ew. Y'all was doing too much. <laughs> Action wise, oh, yeah. it was solid, but like it yeah. was way too much. It was yeah. very excessive. So yeah, no. One, three, two, 
or three one two. I'm cool with that. So be on the lookout for that. More news probably coming our way soon. Sticking with the sequel theme, Avatar two. Y'all know we talked about it. We reviewed it. It's whatever, but it is now the third highest grossing movie of all time. Third highest grossing between the first after the first one and Endgame, then comes Avatar two. That is insane because I think for me. The hype died down for this one so fast. You feel me? Like I didn't, I didn't think it was gonna be the third highest grossing movie of all time. I didn't think it was gonna make it there. Somebody lying. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't, it just didn't seem like it was popping Bro, like that. You feel me? Because there was a point where I was about to work at another theater. Niggas was still actually coming to see it. Like they were actually still coming to see it. And that was like, like later after it dropped. But like to me, it's like. Like we said, bro, this movie is made for IMAX things. So if you have the option mm-hmm. to see an IMAX, plus the tickets are way more expensive when you do True. go see it in IMAX. So, True. I don't know. I thought that and, shit was trash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not. I ain't never watching that shit again. Um, <laughs> but to your points, yeah, the tickets are way more expensive when you have IMAX, IMAX 3D, 4DX 3D. Right. Because they're not even showing. I just checked 4DX for Ant Man. We was going to go see it. We was trying to see it in 4DX, but they only have 4DX 3D now. They don't even show that shit regular in 4DX. And I'm like, one, y'all trying to tax me. Like, why y'all trying to do that? Like, I get it. It's more money, but come on, bro. Two, I'm not sitting through a two-hour movie that's 3D. Like, that shit we leaving back in fucking Oof. 2013. Like, I'm never doing that again. I hate but that. With, all those rev- with all those revenue streams, with higher ticket sales, with also no competition from the really the time it dropped till now, like I guess the third highest man, we just gonna let James Cameron keep winning, huh? So what? <laughs> it's it's Avatar in game Avatar. Yeah, that's fucking and, crazy. and then Titanic, and he keep re releasing that motherfucker. So right, that shit just time. was in theaters like a couple weeks ago, and here we are. I just we we sat there for three hours watching these niggas play in the water. That shit sick. <laughs> I could have did that at a community pool. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Give me a fucking Navi swimsuit, nigga. You feel me? Let me get a Navi wetsuit. <laughs> All blue. Skin tight, nigga. Give no, me a tail real. on that bitch too. No, <laughs> we can real. film the second avatar all by ourselves, bro. That shit is sick, bro. It's so sick. I can't. I just, I can't. But, like, whatever. People like what they like, I guess. Yeah. It is what it is. So, again, that is now your third highest grossing movie of all time. Now we're getting into some other announcements for movies that are coming out soon. A live-action Hellboy reboot is coming out. So, not a sequel. Kind of deviating from the theme. But... It is going to be a full reboot after the last live action one with David Harbour actually just completely flopped. Like, I don't know anyone that liked that one. So they're just going to run it back. Try it again. Do you like the Hellboys? I know that it's kind of like horror oh, thriller-ish, but you still watch them? Yeah, but that was back in the day um, from as far as I remember. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I enjoyed them. I think I was during that era, too, because there's this other movie. I can't league of something, but it was kind of similar. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. It was like that type of vibe, so I think that's why yeah. I fucked with it. <laughs> yeah, because so, yeah, it's no. like they're still kind of heroes. You feel me? It's just right. a little darker. Because yeah. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, they move like they was like a mob. 
Like they move like they were some gangsters. <laughs> they used to be my movie, bro. Like for real, for real. Like so gangsters <laughs> with superpowers. That's exactly what it was. But I fucked with it. Like you said, it was cool. It was like a cool little different vibe. Because I mean, of course, we got Marvel, we got DC. Outside of that, like our superhero content is mostly relegated to TV. So like we have the boys, we have Invincible, like little deviations here and there. But as far as movies, Marvel and DC been running this shit. So I'm actually glad to see Hellboy kind of make a return, give them another shot at it. Now, if this one fails, if this one sucks, they just got to let that shit die for like 10 years. I just like, feel like back then it was just too soon. You know what I mean? But I feel like this era, this generation, I feel like Hellboy fits for the shit that be coming out nowadays. I mean, the first two Hellboys were fine. They did a 2000s. Yeah, those were in the 2000s, but <laughs> Guillermo del Toro was doing this shit, too. So True. you know all the monsters and, like, the effects were fire, especially True. for the time. Them Hellboy movies looked very good. I still... Mm, I haven't watched them in, like, a few years. I probably gotta watch them again, but I... Find them, I don't think they'd look bad if I watched them now. Cause so, who was that? Who was Hellboy? Uh, what's his name? Rob Perlman. Yeah. Ron Perlman. He was Hellboy, and he was a very good Hellboy. His whole vibe was was a good Hellboy. And for this one, they're trying to go a little bit younger. They're looking for an actor in their 20s and early 30s. So they're going a little bit younger because I think this one is going to be set in, like, the 1950s. This one's going to be set. Oh, shit. Damn, yeah. Yeah, so they need kind of a younger, more fresh Hellboy than, like, the seasoned one that's just smoking cigars. Like, (laughs) what do y'all need? I'm finna these niggas asses it's all good like he had no worries nigga the nigga would walk in smoking a cigar like it was a fucking blunt like nigga what the fuck y'all need (laughs) he really was whooping ass too like straight up really was really was so yeah i i hope this one does well so we can continue to keep getting this kind of content but we'll see what happens but moving on from that course gotta head into some marvel news the marvels the movie with miss marvel captain marvel and i don't know if they're gonna go with the photon name for monica rambo because she has like three different names yeah. um but with all of those three characters that movie is now delayed to november 10th we were gonna get it in the summer now they're delaying that they're moving up the haunted mansion because they want to kind of get the kid younger demographic while they're out for school which is a totally understandable business so i get it i mean this movie they haven't released anything other than a teaser poster so honestly i don't even know what's gonna happen in this movie i don't think there's much hype for it at this particular time so i don't think delaying it really was a bad idea you know i mean with marvel Uh, yeah i mean that's what i'm saying because on TikTok, it seems like everybody all of a sudden likes Marvel. I mean, Miss Marvel. But to me, I remember when that shit dropped. Niggas was not happy. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's like the crazy part about the internet, especially social media. You feel me? Because like, depending on what the algorithm pushes to you, right. like you could be on either side. Like you could be getting all the videos that are showing love to it all of a sudden. When back then they were just pushing all the negativity, which they usually do. Yeah, that's true. I mean, social media is really just all about. As soon as something negative gets start starts getting hella negative comments, start yeah. getting all the negative stitches, all the negative shares, they want to push that shit on you. So yeah. then now, when it seems positive, it's like, wait a minute, I thought everyone didn't like it. 
And that's just the crazy thing about the internet, especially Twitter now that they have a for you Boy, section. Don't even get now started. that they can just push tweets to you from people you really don't want to hear from. It's like driving me crazy. <laughs> So it, it's just crazy, but yeah. I feel you because it was like that. It, it was really, really was. shitting on Brie Larson tough. I mean, after a couple of rewatches, to me, out of shit that we see now, it ain't that bad. It's not uh, that bad. It's not that bad. No. Do I think she could have been a little different, you know, more, I don't know, friendly in the sense, not all bland and boring? But yeah, and that, the movie was fine. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I want to see it just based on monica rambo mm-hmm. so i guess we'll see <laughs> yeah because i mean even now like you said bro like people really just shit on the captain marvel movie when yeah. it's not that bad hmm. like they act like it's the and i also think that's a problem with fandom now is that people act like an okay movie like the movie could just be okay it doesn't really have to be that good it's not that bad but if it's okay People will act like it's the worst thing they've ever fucking seen in their life. Truly. Like, they'll just be like, it was okay, but it was dog shit. It's like, why can't it just stop at being okay? You feel me? And like you said, the biggest gripe I see is Brie Larson's lack of a personality in the movie. But I don't think that's Brie Larson's fault. I think that's like the writing and the the director's fault. Because if she did have more more of a personality, I think people would have received it better. Yeah. Because they did kind of have her acting like a cardboard box. Yeah, like, she was. Let's, she just was, keep, let's keep it a buck. hella blah, and you know, everything <laughs> she said was blah, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, that's what they told her to do. It's not like she chose to be like that. And to right. me, it's like, if you sit here talking about Captain Marvel's dog shit, but then you'd be like, oh my god, Love and Thunder is so great. We have problems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I 100% agree. So... We're going to see what happens when this movie drops. Of course, Marvel's going to drop a ton of promotional teasers and trailers since they've been doing that for most of their recent releases. But now it is coming out in November instead of during the summer. Still sticking with Marvel, they're also gearing up to cast Fantastic Four this month. They're looking to get that casting done ASAP. They also confirmed that they will cast Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman, first. And filming will begin in early 2020. So no filming this year, straight up casting. Got to get that locked down with filming starting next year. What you think? I mean, yeah, I, I'd rather them take their time getting the right people than fan picking motherfuckers because um, we'll see how that went. So to me, yeah, no, I I pick the sister first, obviously, because then they have to figure out who the brother is going to be. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Actually, no, I think about it. That's going to be a lot of people, nigga. You can't fuck this up, man. Like, you can't fuck it up. Because the first Fantastic Four with Chris Evans as the Human Torch, with Jessica Alba and everything, I get it. It's campy. Not that great. But do I enjoy the shit? Hell, yeah, I do. I love the first Fantastic Four. Second Fantastic Four, it's ass. I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't like Rise of the Silver Surfer. I don't even enjoy it. So we started there. That was bad. Then they did Fan Forced It. Michael B. Jordan, Miles Teller. Great. One of the worst superhero movies. One of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) One of the worst superhero movies of all time. So they know they cannot fuck this up, especially with this being their introduction into the MCU. They can't fuck it up. So like you said, they got to take their time. And just the dynamics of the whole team 
Because like you said, starting with the Invisible Woman is really smart. Because then you have to find someone who's her brother, right? Ben Forstick did something that was just unconventional when they had the Invisible Woman being adopted by a black man and Michael B. Jordan was just happened to be her brother by adoption. So I think they're going to go with a more conventional route where they're actually blood brother and sister this time. And then you're going to have to find someone that has chemistry with her to play Reed Richards because they're ultimately going to be married. Then with Reed Richards, you're going to have to find someone that has best friend chemistry with him to play the thing. And then for the thing, again, it circles back around. You're going to have to find someone as the human torch that has that love-hate chemistry with the thing. So it, it's it, there's a lot that goes into Cast of the Fantastic Four. Yeah. And they just know they can't fuck this up. It's, they can't do it. it. That is a hard thing to do because literally, literally, that's so much chemistry on so many levels. Like, they literally yeah. all have to bond. Like, they truly are family. So, I mean, yeah. Take all the time you need. I'm in no rush to get this shit out. I'm still waiting on Blade. So, clearly. Oh, God. <laughs> clearly. Y'all can take as long as you need. Because oh, the God. shit y'all been putting out. <clears throat> yeah, take all the time you need. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of taking time, perfect segue. Because Marvel confirmed that Loki Season 2 and Secret Invasion are the only shows that are definitely being released this year. As Kevin Feige has come out to confirm that they're aiming to spread out their content more over time. Thank God. And taking a more quality over quantity approach. This is what they've been needing. They, and I'm glad that they're listening. I'm glad that they look at what they put out, how fast they put it out. And they're like, look, these characters need to breathe. Like, just last year, we got introduced to so much just phase four in general i mean phase four had what seven movies Bruh. then it had she hulk miss marvel moon knight um what else uh wandavision captain america the winter soldier like you just had so much coming back to back to back to back and that's fine if they're all quality you feel right. me and just the varying levels of quality and kind of alienating um, the fans that have been waiting for specific characters to be introduced and they don't even get enough time to live with these characters. Like, some of these characters are some people's favorite comic book characters of all time. Some of them might be the reason they like comics. And then, like, they get a quick TV show, quick six weeks, you feel me? Six to eight weeks. And then, boom, a movie comes out and you forget, everyone forgets all about that character. It's like, y'all gotta let this shit breathe, bro. I don't know why it became a thing to not. You know what I mean? The reason why the Avengers went the way they went is because you took your time to make quality film. Like, at the end of the day, this is film. This is cinema. People are paying to come see great work. Just because you're labeled as Marvel and you're corny or whatever, it doesn't mean you got to put out shit projects. We didn't ask mm -hmm. for that. Especially mm -hmm. if we've been around this long. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I could have been stopped watching this shit. But I still think the quality in itself was good. Mm -hmm. But lately, hell no. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. nah. <laughs> so please take a step back. Let them breathe. Do some other side shit. I don't care. I just I just want Marvel back. I want Marvel, not whatever the fuck we've been getting. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a good move to go ahead and kind of scale back, let people enjoy the projects that are coming out. Take your time with the projects to make sure you're happy with them when you put them out. Give everyone the same level of attention. I mean, of course, you're going to have your superstars. You know right. what I'm saying? You're going to have the Avengers proper. You're going to have some characters that 
are just more popular than others. And that's totally fine. Yep. But I don't think it's a good idea to have and introduce characters that people get attached to and then just kind of throw them to the side after they had their like little six weeks of fame. Right. I mean, like nobody even be talking about these shows. No one really talks about the movies they've been dropping no more either. Like their movies have such a short shelf life now that like soon as they drop, we're just on to the next shit. We're just yeah. waiting for the next project. And like now it's it's just smart to go ahead and say, let's let's take breaks in between. Cause last year I feel like something will drop within I say three weeks, we'd have a new Marvel project. As soon as that one ended. And it have it have nothing to do with what we just watched. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It no, have for real. it have nothing to do. So of course it's all connected. We get it. And say you watch Miss Marvel, right? You absolutely love that character. That character is your shit. Like you're connected. You feel like you're being seen with that character. And you know Thor Love and Thunder is coming out like two weeks after. And you're like, oh shit. All right. So everything I watched in Ms. Marvel, hopefully they have something or like mention something about any of these other characters they introduced. And then Thor Love and Thunder is just weak as hell with no connectivity to anything else. And then after Thor Love and Thunder comes out, no one's even talking about Ms. Marvel. No one. You don't even see her at the premieres, nigga. <laughs> you don't even, they're not even talking about the Marvel's movie. Because there's six other movies coming out before that, before we can even get to that one. True shit. So it's not even the fact that they're connected and they're not making the connections clear that I feel like is a miss. Because I don't really care about that. Of course, some movies aren't going to be connected like that. Like, of course, they're not going to just be spoon feeding us the connections. But it's just the fact that you can fall in love with a character and then not even hear from that character, see that character, talk about that character, have that character be popular in popular media, not even see the actor for the character out for a whole year. True shit. Because we're probably not going to see her until they promote them all. Literally. And that's why, because I remember when Multiverse of Madness came out, and I asked you if the animation show, I was like, is that even canon? Because at this point, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. if any of this shit matters or correlates together and that's how much it just piled on it's like bro I-, I can't keep up with all this shit so mm-hmm. no true it's like i don't even know what's canon at this point like am i supposed to watch this <laughs> like will it matter because if it don't i don't yeah. need to watch it <laughs> yeah it's just a lot it's yeah. a lot and it can get exhausting it can get tiring um so i'm glad they're taking their time a little bit with everything that's coming out soon um and then also news sony spider-man news spider-man noir the character from into the spider-verse he's actually getting his own live action series on amazon prime i think it'll be a good move spider-man noir was a very funny character in that movie and i think he's very interesting as well and they have phil lord and christopher miller the two that worked on into the spider-verse actually producing the show i always love it when they have people that are directly working on the project work on the spinoffs as well and christopher miller and phil lord they they do amazing work so i think this will be a dope show um and i'm looking forward to it what about you hell yeah prime better than they bag bag if there's one thing prime gonna do they gonna give you some money so (laughs) (laughs) by all means they deep 
No, for real. He says it's not playing around. Movie-wise, trash. TV-wise, them niggas is in their back. In their back. Most definitely. They're giving you everything they got, nigga, to put on a quality, beautiful-ass show. So, hell yeah, I'm with it. Go hell, ahead. Yeah. That's all we got him. When's Spider-Verse what? drop? Uh, it's either June or July. Anytime people have release dates in the June or July months, I always get them mixed up. So far. But it's like the first week of either of those months. Bet. I, I think, think it's June. It. I think it's June. It might be. But we'll see. I'm glad they haven't been releasing hella trailers for it either. Bruh. They released the teaser. So they released smart. the trailer. They're like, look, we got hella niggas in this movie and we not spoiling it for nobody. And I ain't Let us be surprised, bro. I'm ready. I ain't mad. I'm ready. (laughs) I am not mad. I'm ready. So we'll see what happens with that. Like I said, that series will be on Amazon Prime. And going from Marvel, shifting a little bit to Disney. (laughs) All these sequels, bro. Disney announced Zootopia 2, Inside Out 2, Frozen 3. And Toy Story Five. Jesus you can go. You can talk about this first, bro. It's so unnecessary. <laughs> it is so unnecessary. I ain't even watched Toy Story since third one because to me that was the ending that it should have mm-hmm. been. Case closed. Like at this point, love Tom Hanks, love all them niggas, but are they even like promotable? Like, do you even need them to be there at this point, or can we just kung fu panda this shit and just use <laughs> random voices? Because it's it's to the point where it's like no one's asking for this. Zootopia two, I'm like, mm, I'm like, okay, maybe, but I don't need it. You know, Zootopia one was perfect, perfect. It was literally perfect. Like I don't think you could make it any better. There's nothing more mm-hmm. you could truly do. Um, in Frozen, I ain't seen one or two. So why the fuck do I need a three? I get it's popular to some people. But even I've heard that some people don't even like two like that. Like they even said they didn't need number two like that. So who y'all doing this for? Cause it ain't me. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know, bro. Like you said, it's just unnecessary. I feel like that's the best word for each and every one of these sequels, right? So let's go down the line. Zootopia, right? Zootopia had a perfect ending. I love Zootopia. Zootopia was a very good movie dealing with very heavy themes and made it accessible for younger people to understand these things. Leave it there. You feel me? Leave it there. What are you going to talk about now? Like, what are you going to talk about now? Genocide? (laughs) We already talked about racism and prejudice. I feel like that's the next step, nigga. (laughs) Like... Like you can't you can't make a second one that's super light and doesn't deal with heavy themes because it's part. not gonna be like the first one. Like you have to you have to make another one that still deals with heavy themes and is about the real world. Cause Zootopia essentially was our world just with animals. It was so beautiful. Like man. to the T. And they I could like I said, they did such a good job dealing with heavy themes that they can't move away from that and just make a goofy, stupid movie for the second. So, again, love the first one. Second one, unnecessary. Leave the story there. Inside Out, I ain't even like the first one like that. I'm not going to hold you. First one was like, eh, okay. Like, what if emotions had emotions? Like, I don't care. I don't care. Were we still at the theater when that shit came out? I think so, nigga. I think we were. 
and I didn't give a fuck. That shit was set in the Bay, too. And you know I support all Bay Area projects. Pixar is in the Bay, Emeryville. And I did not care. I was like, this is weak. I get it. All y'all cried when Bing Bong died. Newsflash, Bing Bong ain't real. He was an imaginary friend. <laughs> like, he was going to have to go sooner or later. Bing Bong? Yes. Yes, bro. Bing Bong. So, again, emotions, having emotions, that does nothing for me. You feel me? It does nothing for me. Frozen 3. First 2, overrated. First one, I get it. Like, it had a cool villain twist, I guess, because you're like, oh, that's her love interest. Psych. Nah, he finessed her out her kingdom because she's dumb as hell. Like, first one, I get it. I, I can understand why y'all like it. You feel me? Second one, stupid. The second one, they were trying way too hard just for another hit. Like, they knew they had to follow it up and were like, we're going to make this one bigger and better. And we're going to have the songs be louder and more powerful. Didn't work. Didn't work. And on top of that, you added one black person to this whole kingdom. One. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like, one nigga. There's one nigga in this whole shit. And then you try to, like, <laughs> you try to finesse us into thinking that their parent, like, her mom was indigenous and was, like, uh, <laughs> like an avatar spirit. Like, one of the elements out here. And it's like, alright. Nah, y'all can keep this. Y'all can keep it. It's fine. And y'all giving us a third one of this? Y'all just trying to make money. I get it. It's all about the money. I understand it. This shit is ass. Toy Story 5. Should have ended with the third one. The third one had a perfect, perfect, bro. perfect ending. It almost had everybody that watched this bitch in tears. Truly. Especially when they was holding hands going into the furnace. Nigga, you thought they were done for. You thought they were dead. Come to find out, they live. They have a happy ending. Andy leaves them with Bonnie. They have another home with Bonnie. They're going to have a happy little toy life. Y'all gave us the fourth one. Again, unnecessary. Didn't need it. Was it bad? Not really. It was okay. But the third one had a perfect ending. And you're giving us a fifth Toy Story? What now? Is Bonnie like 23 and living with another <laughs> living with another kid? Like, are they going back to the carnival to get Woody? Did like, Woody leave? I, yeah, he stayed with Bo Peep at the little carnival spot. And now they're just wild toys living in the, in the fucking forest. Living wild and free. <laughs> hey, what the fuck are they gonna do with the fifth one? Like, no, leave us alone. <laughs> leave us alone. Oh my god. So, yeah, all of these. No, like you said, you you put it perfectly, big dog. Unnecessary, without a doubt. Like it's just not. It's just not it, bro. Like at some point, you have to move on from these shits. Like, there's yeah. no way Hollywood is this big. And you can't find a single original idea that is good enough for you to put out. Five Toy Stories? Nigga, that shit came out in the 90s. That's a long ass time. <laughs> and like I said, we were still at the theater when Inside Out came out, bruh. We ain't been to that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, bruh. Niggas was so young hard. bucks, bruh. Bruh, that's <laughs> insane. It's insane. And I get it, you know, you make a good amount of money for these things. But at some mm -hmm. point, bruh, like, there's just no way, there's just no way that you can't find someone that has a great idea and and make it. Like, yeah. 
Listen, half of this podcast we've talked about has just been remakes and sequels. Yes. That's fucking insane. Happy for Will, but I Am Legend came out when I was still in high school. <laughs> yes. Bad Boys came out when we was, what? How old were we about? I was like 95, bro. Like, what? <laughs> oh my God, bro. Like, this shit is crazy. <laughs> shit is stupid. And we're going to talk about more remakes because the next thing is Zach Galifianakis is bleakly in the Lilo and Stitch live action. I can't make this up. I can't make it. Lilo and Stitch live action with Zach Galifianakis is bleakly. Because you know, Pleakley, Jumba, and Stitch are all, all going to be CGI. All the aliens are going to be straight up CGI, so it's just voiceover work. Nigga. What? What? When will the live know. action remake stop? I didn't even know that was an announcement at that point. I just found out when I read it. I don't even remember them talking about Lilo and Stitch. I was still on the Hercules remake. <laughs> I forgot about that shit, too. Nigga. What? I don't know, bruh. Bruh, and I get it. I get it. Y'all in for the money, right? I mean, Lion King made a billion dollars. I mean, that's Lion King. You feel me? Everybody's gonna go see that bitch. But all these lesser movies, like, I don't even think they're gonna make money like that. Like, I don't think... Because what? Jungle Book? Yeah. They had, what? They have Jungle Book, Cinderella, Lion King, Aladdin. Cinderella? Um, Oh, shit. Cinderella. They had Cinderella too. Cinderella was a very early one. They had Beauty, Beauty and, the, and Beast, the Beast, right? So like the these are like your pinnacle movies. You right. feel me? These are the movies that Disney's known for. So yes, they're going to make money, and we know that's all y'all in it for. Lilo and Stitch, though, like don't get me wrong, I love Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch is an underrated hood classic, but key word underrated, like nigga, especially if they don't get Stitch's CGI right. Nigga. Cause Stitch, and if you really think about it and see Stitch in real life, he'd be so scary. This nigga has six legs. He has six legs with antenna spikes on his back. Like, he's a scary alien for real. If you really think about it in real life, the reason it works is because it was animated and they could make him cute, animated. So, him being live action CG, y'all already taking a risk with that. Y'all taking a risk because, again, Lilo and Stitch is underrated. I know a lot of people that don't even really like Lilo and Stitch. Same. And didn't even really watch it like that. You feel me? So, like, you're taking a huge risk, and they just keep bumping these bitches out. Even Little Mermaid, right? Teaser trailer just oh, dropped. shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get it. You feel me? We're happy for diversity. We're happy for representation. And I, I'm 100% behind that. You feel me? Like, I'm happy for that, too. But as a remake, like, this doesn't look good. It doesn't, like, just watching the Teela tra- trailer, just watched it. It's, it don't even look finished. And it's not finished because they just said it'll be done by the end of March. Like, they wrapped filming hella long ago, nigga. How are y'all not done with this movie and it drops in May? Y'all saying y'all gonna be done at the end of March? Ain't no way. Disney. Oh, my God. It's just sloppy, bruh. It's all sloppy. And, again, all unnecessary. (laughs) All unnecessary. So now you're telling me, you couldn't even make facial expressions for lions. How the fuck are you going to do that for an alien? How are you going to do that for someone with four eyes? He has four eyes, two on each side. 
It's not <laughs> going to work. How are you going to do it for fish? Because you know all the fish going to be realistic in Little Mermaid, nigga. <laughs> that, like, it's <laughs> not going to work. And I don't know why you want it to work. Like, I don't even remember Jungle Book like that, okay? I didn't even remember Cinderella until you just said it. And I damn sure forgot Beauty and the Beast because we ain't seen Emma since Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, it's just not needed, bro. I just, I refuse to believe that there are so many writers, so many like young people out there in Hollywood right now at a coffee shop. And you telling me you don't like a single thing they written, but you want to remake Lilo and fucking Stitch and Jungle Book and Lion King? And Cinderella? And Hercules? Oh, oh shit. Mulan? Oh shit. I forgot all about And Pinocchio last year. Hold up. I'm forgetting on. They did Dumbo. Come on, Moving bro. on. <laughs> Moving on. They did fucking Dumbo and Lady and the Tramp. Oh, oh shit. They did shit. do Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> they. <laughs> These niggas is wildin', bro. I forgot they did Lady of the Tramp. <laughs> wow. And they didn't even give us Mulan. They just gave us Mulan. Not even like Mulan. <laughs> Soon as you said Mulan, like something clicked in my head. Like, wait a minute. Because Mulan know, came out during the pandemic. So yeah. we had to watch that shit at home. And that just reminded me of all the shit they dropped on Disney Plus. Thinking niggas drop. will forget. And of course, we did forget because it's ass. But. They did it. Dumbo, Pinocchio, Dumbo. Lady and the Tramp, Mulan. Wow. That's so much, bro. So much. Wow. Like That's I said, so much that you've made, and it's not even memorable. Like, no one even remembers this shit was even put out. That's crazy. That's crazy. And like I said, I'm happy for diversity in Little Mermaid. 1, I get it. Of course, we back it. Dope. But will the movie be dope? Probably not. And I'm preparing myself for <laughs> Probably not. Because <laughs> everyone was hyping that teaser trailer like it looked finished. And it didn't fucking not. It looked so bad. I'm like, oh my god. Even the scenes where she's out of water. Like the scene where she was sitting in the boat with Eric. And of course it's like the kiss the girl scene. This shit looked like they were still underwater. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get it. And it makes me sad. <laughs> but, it made me laugh more because you're like, bruh, it doesn't look finished. I was like, well, whatever. And then it comes out, it's not finished. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it's just a teaser trailer. Maybe the trailer's not right. finished. No, the movie itself is not finished. And that's probably why we they haven't released a full trailer and the shit comes out in like two months, I, bro. I said that. I was like, bruh. That's another teaser. I swear to God, it's the same teaser. Because <laughs> that's the only things they have finished are those, like, six clips. Bro, this is the same shit they showed at D23 last year. That shit was, like, in September last year, bro. <laughs> but. So, Good. Disney. Get it together. Fuck. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Some rapid fire things that have wrapped filming kingdom of the planet of the apes oh goody another sequel has wrapped filming <laughs> percy jackson season one oh goody another reboot has wrapped filming <laughs> don't get me wrong look i'm just being stupid but don't get me wrong i'm excited for percy jackson and planet of the apes but they should have left planet of the apes alone 
the trilogy itself is one of the best trilogies. One of the greatest ever things seen. I've ever seen in my life. Percy Jackson. I understand why they want to do another one because the movies. The first <laughs> movie I enjoy. Not gonna lie, it's bad, but I enjoy it. Both of the movies are terrible adaptations of the books, so I get why they want to redo it. So I am excited for that as well. But again, another sequel, another reboot from Disney. <laughs> Moving on to, <laughs> to now DC. <laughs> Rapid fire, because James Gunn, of course, announced the new DC slate. He is helming the DC universe at this time. And just real quick, if you expect us to talk about The Flash, you better move on to another podcast because we ain't talking about that shit. But the DC slate that James Gunn announced, just rapid fire, we have a Superman legacy film that follows him in the younger days of a hero. We have a film about the superheroes, The Authority, about a team of superheroes with less than idealistic approach to saving the world. We have another Batman, Brave and Bold film. It's an introduction to the Bat family, focusing on Batman and his relationship with the Damian Wayne Robin, so his son. We have a Supergirl movie called Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Of course, the film about Supergirl is based on the comic run of the same name. We have a Swamp Thing movie, diving deeper into horror with Swamp Thing. We have The Batman Part 2, Robert Pattinson's Batman. It will not be part of this universe, but it is a DC film that is coming out. Then we have TV shows. We have Creature Commandos, an animated TV show based on a 1980s team of military superheroes. We have Waller, a spinoff Peacemaker series with Viola Davis coming back as Amanda Waller. We have Paradise Lost, which is a Game of Thrones type TV show about the mascara before Wonder Woman even came to be. We have Booster Gold, a comedy TV show about a man from the future just using the future tech to be a superhero. And it deals with him having imposter syndrome because he's not really a superhero. Mm. Last but not least, we have Lanterns. It's a detective show about the Lantern Corps following Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. We're finally getting our guy from Justice League, the Black Green Lantern, in a live-action TV show. That is all he came with in his new slate that he announced. Anything catch your eyebrow? Anything catch your ear? What you, you looking forward to? Anything? What you think? Nigga, you know how fast you just read that. I don't know what you <laughs> just said. It sounds Nigga, cool. Y- you heard the characters. Of course, we're getting Superman, Batman, <laughs> Supergirl. <laughs> Same shit. <laughs> I mean, look, I think the day is. <laughs> Nigga, I don't know. <laughs> You're trying so hard not to roast DC, and it's so funny. There, you there hate was, them niggas. There was this girl who shouted me out, and she called me a DC, a DC like the biggest DC hater. And I was you like, are nigga. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a hater. Yes, you are. Nigga, this shit sucks. How can you hate on shit that's garbage? <laughs> like, what do you want from me? You want to be like, oh yeah, that shit's great. Don't stop. It's terrible. <laughs> So I'm trying to be nicer, but like, like you said, it's the same shit. We're getting the oh, same fuck. things. It's the same oh, things with shit. different people. Come on, bro. Yeah, we are. It's a lot of the same, and I give you that. Um, I am down for I, Supergirl, though. That actually sounds cool. I'm down for because what he he didn't announce these, but of course we know they're coming, right? Blue Beetle. It's right. about to come out. I'm, I'm hyped for, for Blue Beetle. I think Blue Beetle is going to be a really good movie. Um, <laughs> with everything that he announced, like you said, it's a lot of the same shit. Like, got a Superman, a young Superman movie. 
We have a Batman and Robin movie. We have another Batman. We have. I like Robin though. Which Robin you like though? Oh, mm, that's true. Because because this is his son. So this is the assassin Robin. Oh, this that is just um, wants to kill everyone. Damien. Damien. I, I yeah. fucks with Damien. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you might you might find enjoyment in that movie. I think out of everything he announced, the one I'm most hyped for is The Lanterns. Because I do like detective-type movies and shows. It's a detective show. I mean, they're essentially just space cops, right? And we get Jon Stewart live action. Never had a Jon Stewart. Like, growing up, Jon Stewart was my Green Lantern. Yeah. You feel me? Like, Hal Jordan and all the mother niggas, like, that, that wasn't my Green Lantern. Watching Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, I had a black Green Lantern. That was fucking hot girl. And that was my nigga. So seeing him live action would be dope. Um, I'm also interested in Paradise Lost, the show about the mascara before Wonder Woman. Because we never spend time there. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like the two live action Wonder Woman movies, we're never there. Like they show it real quick in like a flashback and a scene where she might start there and go to the go to the regular world and things like that. So we never spend a lot of time there. And I think it has a lot to offer, especially being so deep into mythology and Greek mythology and the gods and stuff like that. I think that's going to be a very interesting show. But as far as everything else, we'll just see what happens. Because some of these things I haven't even heard of, like the authority by the team of superheroes, it sounds like the boys low-key with superpowers, like, a lot less than idealistic approach to saving the world it just sounds like they do whatever the fuck they want um and then creature commandos haven't heard of them 1980s team of military superheroes you know I mean, me i don't like military things yeah but like, it, could be, it could be in the sense like <clears throat> like suicide squad you know how they recruit the people before they kill them off in five seconds i get that but like you said that's just more of the same shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, yeah, no. I'd rather it be a face. little different. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> so yeah, man. I mean, a lot of stuff he announced, of course, is going to be spread out, I think, until like 2026, 2027. So we're going to see what happens with that. But again, moving in to, I say it, essentially another remake, How to Train Your Dragon. One of the best animated trilogies, in my opinion, is getting a live-action remake, bro. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Live-action is just in development. They haven't said any dates or anything. It's in development. The original director of the trilogy is working on it. We're just going to skip right past that, because, like we said, (laughs) it's just another remake. I love How to Train Your Dragon. I love that trilogy. It's so good. So emotional. Didn't really need a live action one, but here we are. <laughs> so that's all the entertainment news we got for you at this time. So we're going to head straight into the review section. So boom, Ant-Man and the Wasp just dropped this past Friday. We both saw it on Thursday. We've talked about it previously. I'm going to just get right into it. For me personally, it was just an okay movie. For me, I've seen a lot of extreme um, takes on it on either end where some people are just like oh it was so good and then other people are like oh that shit was ass that's like the worst movie i've ever seen in my life which is crazy to say like i said like just because it didn't meet your super high standard if you 
say it's the worst movie you've ever seen in your life, you just had unrealistic standards for this movie. Like, you went into this thinking it was going to be Infinity War level type shit. And that's not, it's never even been Ant-Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you went in with two high expectations. But for me, it was really just okay. Like, the story was a bit all over the place. Um, They gave the Wasp ultimately nothing to do. She was just there to save the day when it needed to be. She was the ex machina. So, if Ant-Man was in trouble, and it really looked like he was going to die. Boom. The Wasp, right there. Oh, Ant-Man can't do this to get to that area? Oh, don't worry. The Wasp will make sure he gets there. And it was like, alright, whatever. His daughter, Cassie Lang, was super annoying. Um, I saw a lot of people that liked her character, and that's cool if you liked her. But for me? Yo, her dialogue was terrible. And she was just giving this nigga the hardest time ever, knowing he was blipped for five years and had to come back and reacclimate to society. And I get it. I get it. He got a big head. He had an ego. You know what I'm saying? He had a book. He had a podcast. You feel me? The nigga was on top of the world. But to a certain extent, like I get checking your parents and everything, but when it's your whole personality, when that's your only personality... And then when you make dumb decisions in the name of, we have to help these people, we have to do it. It's like, okay, and we will, but we need a plan because you running around here like you're fucking Superman and you can't get chopped in this bitch. Like, she was running around like she was invincible and ultimately she was because the plot needed her to be and she can't die in this movie. But when you're writing it like that, it just comes off like she's just like a weird teenager trope character. Like, I felt like her whole character was just a trope. Mm-hmm. Like, she had no personality outside of, I figured out how to get to the quantum realm without you. And you don't want to help people anymore, so I'll help them. And screaming dad, like, every 10 minutes. So that was a, a negative for me, too. Um, it felt like Star Wars. It was really, like, from the areas they were in from the wardrobe it kind of felt like a star wars ripoff sometimes jonathan majors though carried this motherfucker out acted everybody in every scene he was in amazing performance man like people keep trying to find the next who's this who's the next person jonathan majors is here like he's the nigga <laughs> like if you talking about acting performances like He's the guy, and he really, he really put this movie on his back and, and really carried it through. Um, so, yeah, it, the action was cool. It was serviceable. It's not the best action you'll ever see. Like, don't go in expecting, like, to be mind-blown. Um, but like I said, for me, the reason why it's okay is just the story was over the place. Sometimes it felt like you were just in a different movie from scene to scene. Some of the humor didn't land. The character interactions and the dialogue weren't really interesting. It was just there to move the plot forward. And ultimately, it was just okay because this movie was just something to introduce Kang. Like, they knew they had to do it. They had to pick a superhero to do it. And I feel like Marvel sees Ant-Man as expendable low-key. Like, we don't need a movie to focus on you like that. So we'll use your movie to introduce Kang. Because really, who else are they going to give a movie to where the focus is not on Ant-Man? Like, this was not an Ant-Man movie. They should have mm-hmm. called this Kang prequel. You feel me? So, it's, it's not the worst thing you'll ever see. You'll still get some entertainment out of it. Some of the jokes do land. The action was serviceable. 
and Jonathan Majors, every scene he's in, you're going to love. Um, but other than that, it was just a mid-tier Marvel movie to me. But what you think? No, yeah, same. No, it was okay. I'm not going to hate on it. Like I said, I like Paul Rudd. I like, you know, the Wasp. I like mm-hmm. the cast. I like them all together. Um, minus the daughter. Um, but yeah, no, it, like we said, bro, we made sure that we went in with our expectations very well. Extremely well. I haven't watched the trailer since the first one because obviously they put out 82 of them. Um, uh, like you said, the action's okay. The jokes land. Um, the sister was, the daughter was extremely annoying. And it's it's hard for me to connect with someone that you replaced and just put mm. her in this movie. Like, we don't even know who she is. Um, so I couldn't really sympathize with her, especially knowing it's like your dad was in the quantum realm for five years. So it's not like he had a choice <laughs> to come back. Mm. Um, I get wanting to help people and blah, blah, blah. But some things just aren't their problem. You know what I mean? You shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have that mindset that your dad needs to save everybody because your dad mm-hmm. just saved the entire world. So having a big head is going to come with that because everyone else is gone. You know what I mean? Like it's just him pretty much. So to me, I feel like he earned a little bit of that. He earned the book. He earned the podcast. He earned the free coffee, even though they didn't know who he was. Um, so to me, I, I just couldn't sympathize with that moment. It's like, I don't even know what you're complaining about because you were clearly fine. Because if you weren't, you would have died. So <laughs> I don't think you needed him that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, the Wasps, I felt like they didn't utilize her like they should have, um, especially being that she's been around for the last three movies. Um, she was kind of just held back and in the background and only popped up when, like you said, she was needed. Um, but yeah, like I said, overall, it's an okay movie. Jonathan Majors, obviously, he's a real actor, so it's 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 easy to see him stand out with, you know, these other folks. Not saying that, what's her name? Meg Ryan is a great actress. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Jesus, I always forget who they are. Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. I get them. So I get Meg Ryan, Goldie Hawn, and Michelle Pfeiffer. I don't <laughs> be know, like that. I don't know what it is, but I swear to God, they all look the same to me. <laughs> so I feel like them two, they're they're good for this role. You know, they fit. Um, but yeah, it just it just wasn't an anime movie. And like you said, you know, I don't hear people talk about anime like that. So I felt like putting Jonathan Majors in this was perfect because. Not everybody really fucks with Ant Man, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh yeah, here we'll just throw him in there. Come on in, bro. Join this. No one cares about Ant Man, but I actually do like one and two of Ant Man. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a Paul Rudd fan, so yeah, it's just it's just okay. <laughs> I will never watch it again. Um, it was good to see Jonathan, you know, finally outside of Loki. Um, he did a wonderful job. I actually seen people complaining about the um, the end credit of all the other Kong, Kangs, whatever. They were like complaining about the costume and what they looked like. It was like blah blah blah. It's like, oh, here we go. We ain't oh, even we ain't even got there yet, but here we go. And that's what I mean. It's it's getting to the point, like you said. Shit is not allowed to just be okay anymore. It's either you have to be 
fucking outstanding or you're just trash. That's it. There is no medium anymore when it comes to Marvel shit. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's just so weird that people are like that. Like, they want you to just be on an extreme of a side no matter what. Like, it's either you loved it or you hated it. It's like, nah. Yeah. It was cool. Like, <laughs> like you said, I'm not I'm not going to be one that's like, oh, as soon as it gets on Disney+, Plus, I got to watch that shit again. No. It's not that for me. You know what I'm saying? But it was cool. I found some enjoyment in the mm-hmm. movie. Some of it I didn't like. Some of it I liked. And it was a serviceable film. And I'm glad it wasn't that long either. Like, it's a legit, like, just solid two hours. Like, get in, get out. It was in the quantum realm within 10 minutes. Um, one thing that I didn't like was that they kept, at, and that's the thing, like you said, with, like, them releasing so many trailers and, like, promotional yeah. stuff. Like, of course, we all knew Kang was in this movie. You know what I'm saying? We've been through that shit. And, like, for an hour, they refused to say his name. Like, he was Voldemort, <laughs> nigga. Like, they was really like, oh, my God, he's followed you here. Who? And then blank stare. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Nigga? Like, this isn't a secret. We know who this nigga is. Just say his name. And they waited an hour until they brought Jonathan Majors in the movie. Even Michelle Pfeiffer asked. And I saw people like, oh, her performance was so great. To me, personally, and we talked about this, bro, like, she just looked scared the whole movie. Like, her performance, like, I didn't feel, like, anything when she was, like, trying to convey how, like, scared and shit she was. Like, it was just, like, okay. And, like, when we talked about it, we was, like, we was talking about the daughter, and you was, like, oh, no, Wasp kind of felt annoying to me, too. And I was, like, see, I hear you, but when it was in the quantum realm, and especially when it was on the ship, I mean, this is a perfect time to explain everything because michelle pfeiffer's whole character was like i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about it just listen to me just listen to me and her daughter's like no what are you scared of blank stare (laughs) it's like if you don't fucking tell them who the fuck is down here so they can understand how to fight and how best to help you feel me and i feel like wasps felt annoying to some people because again she had nothing to do her whole character was either like extracting exposition out of people by asking so many questions until finally they broke and it's like okay i was down here with kang and he wanted to conquer everything and he's probably gonna kill us all like okay why couldn't you just say that like 15 minutes ago (laughs) before i asked 10 million questions you know what i'm saying it's like that's kind of the stuff that was kind of wrong with the story too like them not explaining anything until like the last second um hank helping ant-man's daughter build the quantum realm satellite like the first two movies he's absolutely terrified of the quantum realm he won't even let hope put on the ant-man suit because he's scared she's gonna shrink down too small and go to the quantum realm nigga's absolutely terrified of course they get his wife out you think after you get after he gets his wife out, he's like, fuck the quantum realm. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. Whatever. Of course, they were working to understand it a little bit more before the blip happened, but that should have made him even more scared because Scott was stuck there for five years. <laughs> like, he was fucking stuck. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he tells nobody. He doesn't tell Scott. He doesn't tell his wife that he's helping Cassie 
just explore the quantum realm, sending signals down there and everything, when your wife is absolutely petrified of this place, she won't talk about it. She won't answer questions about it. She's just like, no, I don't want to talk about the quantum realm. I never will. Like, she looks like she's seen a ghost anytime someone even says the quantum realm. But Hank helps her make a signal that ultimately leads them there. Like, come on, bro. That's outside of his character. And it was just put there to further the story along to introduce Kang. And that's why I say it kind of just feels like a whole big introduction to Kang. And to your point, it's not an Ant-Man movie at that point. Mm-mm. Like, it's, it's just not. And we like Ant-Man movies. Mm-hmm. And it was just bigger in scale. They said, look, we need to introduce Kang. We're going to use your movie for it. It was an enjoyable two hours for the most part, some of it. And it was neither bad nor good. It was right in the middle. Yeah, right in the middle. Middle. <laughs> Bro, I don't know. That's a smart guy reference. Go catch up on the culture. That's <laughs> uh, true. Like to me, it's like you could either, yeah. It's just it's whatever, bro. Like yeah. I, I can't even review it because to me, it's just it's whatever. Like it's not like I'm not mad about it. I'm I'm happy to see Jonathan, and that's mm-hmm. that. There's there's not much you could do, and it's crazy to me that people are acting like this about the movie and it's like what the fuck do you think loki was loki was literally just to introduce king <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. same thing and the multiverse that's, that's it. it that's the whole thing and i see people literally just it. arguing like it's not that serious it was not a cool movie that's it it's all right move on there's gonna be a new marvel project in like two months literally. <laughs> you feel me like literally. guardians comes out in may so like <laughs> I've already forgot Ant-Man even dropped. (laughs) Right. It is what it is. So Ant-Man and the Wasp, from us, is just okay. Uh, I wouldn't say I... Actually, no. I recommend it just so you can formulate your own opinion. Yeah. Because it's one of those movies. Like, And that's why it's so divisive on Rotten Tomatoes. That's why fifty, literally 50% of the critics liked it. 50% of them didn't. Like, it's literally that kind of movie. Yeah. So I recommend going to see it. Go formulate your own opinion in theaters right now. Um, next thing we're going to talk about is The Last of Us TV show on HBO Max. I just finished the game, so watching it now, um, I have a greater appreciation about how great of a video game adaptation this show is. It's the best video game adaptation I've ever seen. It's slightly edging out Sonic because you know I love the Sonic movies. Sonic movies are so fucking good. <laughs> but The Last of Us is that good like you know me bro i don't cry on nothing i don't cry on tv shows i don't cry on movies this tv show almost got me three straight episodes nigga <laughs> like i'm sitting there like oh my god i'm gonna cry almost didn't but it's just so good man like of course they do take scenes and have the dialogue be word for word from the from the video game but it's acted so well and Pedro Pascal and I'm sorry, I'm forgetting her name. Um, the Bella Ramsey that plays Ellie, they do such a good job in embodying these characters and making you feel exactly what they're feeling. And in a poke apocalyptic world, I mean, we've seen this story told time and time again. You know what I'm saying? Zombies, end of the world, outbreak, pandemic. We've seen it time and time again. But this one's different because they make you care about each and every character that they come across. Even some of the villains, like, you can empathize. Well, some people may empathize, but you can also sympathize 
with the villains or the people that have a different agenda because of their backstories and and kind of the way they introduce these characters. Um, so I know you haven't been watching it, huh? This ain't your this ain't your type of thing. Because I know you <laughs> nigga got the game. Was like I ain't played it since the first time, big. <laughs> It's just, you know, like I said, people like what they like. I've never been a zombie person. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. I just, I don't get down with it. Um, I have heard, like, amazing things about the show. But yeah, no, nah, that's just not me. I don't try to act like I'm somebody I'm not. And I cannot yeah. do this. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing. We always gonna be, we gonna be real. I got enough me? problems. I don't need that on my brain. Because, yeah. <laughs> nigga, the game, I wasn't playing it at night. Yeah. I played that shit all during the day. I can't fucking do it no mm-hmm. so i feel you but like i said the tv show is super solid the changes they've made in the show to people's stories to people's arcs to locations all have been great and again this goes back to like we talked about having original creators that worked on the original working on either the spinoff the tv show the adaptation because people that worked on the game are working on the show so they understand these characters on a on a different level just on a deeper level they know what to do and they're working through the story beautifully in the show so i 100 percent recommend it if you're not opposed to zombies and killing and shit like that so if y'all if y'all into that that's your shit i say go ahead and do it i also recommend the game game is fire but on a lighter note just another quick review Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It's an animated TV show that is now on Disney Plus. The first six episodes are on there because it's actually airing on Disney Channel. I didn't even know Disney Channel still made TV shows like that. <laughs> that like start on Disney Channel and then they put them on Disney Plus. I didn't even know. But Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, it's of course about Moon Girl. She is the smartest person in the Marvel Universe and she's literally a little black girl. And it's the coolest show that I've seen in a long time. It integrates hip-hop. It integrates nerdy shit. I mean, of course, she's super smart, so she's building all these different devices to help her fight crime with her now partner, a dinosaur that stepped through a portal that she actually created, and they have a telepathic. So, I recommend this show. It is super black and nerdy. Super black and nerdy. So, if you're into that, what? Oh, but yeah, if you're into that, it's super dope. Lawrence Fishburne is actually a producer, and he voices a villain on the show, The Beyonder. Um, I think Alfred Wooder voices her grandma. So they have a few black legends in here, too, voicing different characters. Um, it's super fun. It's low-key. Again, it's an animated children's show. I'm not going to lie to you and say to you that it's just <laughs> like meant for us. But, nigga... I watch cartoons and don't feel a, a fucking way about it. I love them. And this show is one of those things. Like, she had a fucking Childish Gambino song playing while she was fighting villains. Like, this show is like that level of black nerdy. So, I'm fucking with it. You got Disney Plus? Go ahead. Check it out. First six episodes are out right now. Oh, can I do one? Yeah, go ahead, man. I want to shout out. This is the season finale of Wu-Tang, an American saga. You know. I've been watching that since, you know, the first season. Still, to me, one of the greatest adaptations for a rap group. Um, If you haven't watched it, it's on Hulu. I definitely recommend it. Second season, I will say, the main dude's voice is a little weird. But outside of that, overall, I still think it's a pretty damn good show for what it is. I feel like it's not really out there like that. 
So definitely go check it out. This is literally one of my favorite shows that's been out, and I have no problem rewatching it. Third season's dropped. Only the first three episodes are out right now. Um, so yeah, go check that shit out for real, for real. I love that show. It's man. the last. It's the last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I'm gonna wait till all the episodes drop. Then I'm gonna just binge that shit. Yeah. I'm gonna just binge the whole series. So again, The Last of Us, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, Wu Tang on Hulu. Go ahead. Check all those out. All fire. Don't have bad things to say about them. Ant-Man and the Wops. Go check it out to formulate your own opinion. I know, especially if you're on social media, you're going to hear so many differing opinions about it. Just go. If you like it, you like it. It's dope. If you don't, you don't. And we just move on from there. (laughs) But now, let's get it. Let's get into some things that are coming out very soon that we're looking forward to. Mandalorian Season 3, March 1st. Creed 3 is dropping March 3rd. 65 is dropping March 10th. Luther, y'all know Luther, Idris Elba show, where he's a detective. He is actually getting a movie on Netflix. It's called Luther, The Fallen Son. Cynthia Arrivo is in this with him as well as a co-star. This will drop March 10th. Scream 6 also will drop March 10th. If you haven't seen Scream 5, if you kind of fell off the wagon because there's too many of these goddamn movies, you're absolutely <laughs> right. But the fifth one, <laughs> the fifth one is good. It is pretty good. I'm not going to lie to you. So I'm going to watch the sixth one too. But like for the criticism that everyone's just like, there's too many of these, you're damn right. You are so right. There's too many Screams. I've but, only seen the first three. And I feel like the third and the fourth one are like weakest wings yeah because like i said the fifth one is really good and we're gonna i'm gonna see about the sixth one is an old girl in there from uh, in the heights mm-hmm. yeah i forget her real name yeah i don't know her name <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i forget her real name yeah, i don't know her name but, but yes know, yeah. she's in there and that's the thing i like about the new screams too they have a very diverse cast like, they got black people in the main characters. They got, like you said, the girl from In the Heights. I think Jenna Ortega's in it, too. Um, the she girl from Wednesday. Up. Yeah, yeah. She getting, she getting big. Her star is really rising very fast. Um, so, yeah, they got black people. They got Latines in there. You know what I'm saying? So, I like the diversity in the cast now. So, again, all of those things are dropping within the next two weeks. Make sure you keep those on your calendar. But now that Phase 4 has ended, Phase 5 has just begun, let's get into the GOAT talk. Let's go ahead and rank these movies real quick. Like I said, there's seven movies that dropped in Phase 4. We're not including TV shows because that's way too much. Um, But seven movies dropped in Phase 4. Ant-Man's the first movie in Phase 5. For me personally, top three, easily are Shang-Chi, Wakanda Forever, and No Way Home. After that, we get into very mid-territory. Um... After that, it really don't even matter to me, <laughs> like, how we rank these. Um, Love and Thunder is just dead last. Like, Love and Thunder is fucking dead last. I think that's the worst MCU movie ever. <laughs> ever. I'd rather watch Dark World than watch Love and Thunder ever <laughs> in my life again. I'd rather jump off a fucking cliff than to someone <laughs> go to Disney+. Plus. How do you fix your fingers to turn on the TV, go to Disney Plus, and turn on Love and Thunder? That's a good idea. That's the wildest thing that I feel like anybody could do in front of me. <laughs> like, 
Like, come on, bro. Don't. So, all right, I'm going to rapid fire these. One, Shang-Chi. Two, Wakanda Forever. Three, No Way Home. Four, Multiverse of Madness. Five, Ant-Man. Six, Black Widow. Seven, Eternals. And then Love Thunder. I'm going to go Wakanda. Shang-Chi. No Way Home. Multiverse Madness. (laughs) Black Widow. Eternals. And man. Love and Thunder. Okay. Okay. Solid list. Solid list. Wait. Hold on. No, I haven't seen it. (laughs) That's how I know. (laughs) That's how you know this shit is bad. (laughs) I was like... Wait, you haven't even seen Black Widow, nigga. <laughs> I don't fuck. The shit I have seen, something tell me Black Widow is still better than that. <laughs> oh, shit. But that's what I'm saying. Like, after the first three, like, the rest, I feel like are equal. Like, the order doesn't matter. No. After that. Like, no. they're all, I feel like they're all on the same field. Like, that's why I have no problems with your list. I have absolutely no problems with your list. I think it said, wait a minute. <laughs> that list could very well be my list because it's just like, it doesn't matter. So I was like, I'm gonna rapid fire this shit and just not even think about it. It's <laughs> like they're all like right here. Like I'm never turning on anything else after the third, after the three movies in our top three. After that, I'm never watching those again. No, no, I'm not. Like I have zero desire. And all the only reason why I have Eternal is because I felt like it looked beautiful. Like oh, visually the shots stunning. Were fucking incredible. And I still feel like Paperboy and that fast girl, you know, were solid as shit. You know what? You're right. I'm a I'm a switch Black Widow and Eternals. I'm a I'm gonna go Shang Chi, Wakanda Forever, No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness. Shit. I'm a I'm gonna move Eternals two spots up. Multiverse of Madness, Eternals, Ant Man, Black Widow, Love and Thunder. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I only wrong. put Black Widow that low, right? Because one, it was just so out of place. Yeah. Like they should have been gave her her movie. Yeah. And then y'all giving her her movie after her character fucking died. Cause she got introduced. And it's what, right Iron Man after, two? bruh. She was in, yeah, she was introduced in Iron Man two. Yeah. <laughs> and then you didn't give her a movie till after she died canonically, and then the movie canonically happens right after Civil War, and her movie was only made to introduce Yelena. Like, it was also just made to introduce you. It wasn't even about Black Widow, bro. Like, don't get me wrong. The opening is very good. Like, the opening credits, this shit is emotional as fuck. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, it's very good. It has a darker tone. But they they did her dirty. They should have done her right and gave her her own movie way before then. And also gave her a better story than to just introduce her sister that's now taking her place. Florence. So, but yeah, Love and Thunder, ass, dead Trash. last. Fuck. Dead. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck but. them and them goats. <laughs> like I said, if anyone's in my house and literally turns that shit on, you're getting kicked out. Like, I don't even think we cool anymore. I might block you if you did But that's all we got for this episode, man. I know we covered a lot. Thanks for rocking with us. Class is now dismissed. You was rocking with J-Rock. Big Fly Smith. Yay!